I'm Libby Rothschild, former clinical dietitian who transformed into a full-time virtual business owner. It was only one year ago when I made $55,000 a year in my clinical job. And now I make $100,000 a month being my own boss. And you can do this too. My clients, who are all female dietitians and students, started from zero and created six-figure, multi-six-figure businesses by following my proven method. And they've all been guests on air. My proven method shows you how to attract cash paying clients using social media marketing strategies that work. You don't have to guess, waste time, or hold yourself back when you follow my step-by-step method. You have spoken and I am giving you what you want. I've had a few requests from dietitians asking me to break down um, how my clients are making the amount of money that they're making. So I asked guest host and client Lauren Smith to record an episode and explain her process for you. I hope that this episode is both encouraging and inspiring for you to reflect on and remember to celebrate and congratulate your colleagues' wins as a part of supporting and empowering your colleagues. Because when you adopt a growth mindset, an abundant mindset, you're able to hear and listen to people who are either similar similar to you or even have a different specialty and message and you're able to see uh, the positivity and what they're doing and let them know that you're paying attention and you see the good that they're doing and you're inspired in some sense to adopt um, you know how their marketing efforts are paying off when it comes to your business. I really am excited to hear what your reflections are after you listen to Lauren sharing her experiences of going from zero to over 20K months um, by really, truly following an organic content strategy, following my methodology on social media. Hello, dietitian bosses. This is Lauren Smith. And I'm a guest host on Libby's Dietitian Boss Podcast. And I'm also, a fun fact, a current client of Libby's, um, which has been so wild over the past 12 months um, as I'm recording this. It's the end of April. Um, I have gone full-time working with Libby. And it's literally, I joke with everyone, I'm always saying, pinch me because it does not feel real. And I'm not going to lie, although I love Instagram marketing, it's something that I've really grown to love and just have an easy eye for thanks to all of the coaching Libby and Libby has provided me over the past year. Something that has not been something that I love and lights a fire in me, um, like talking on my Instagram stories, is unfortunately finances. So I wanted to do a solo podcast with you guys because I get a lot of questions about profit and how much money I make and you know what it what's possible when you're a dietitian entrepreneur, a dietitian boss, and you know really are growing and scaling your business. So. I wanted to give you guys some motivation and I wanted to also share with you some things that I really wish I knew when I was first starting off my business because I had no idea 12 months ago where this road would take me and I knew nothing about finances if I was being honest. Of course, because I was not taught this in school, guys. We were dietitians before we were dietitian bosses and business owners. So to really put this conversation in perspective. I first just want to say I am not a CPA. I am a dietitian, guys, just like you. So any um, specific financial questions, I really encourage you to go seek counseling and um, support from a CPA. 
as I've grown my business, um, part of the really pivotal moment where I made the decision to go full time in my business was with the help of a CPA, making sure me and my fiance were going to be set up and in a really good place. Um, so I think it's really important to have a CPA as you grow and when the time is right. And we can talk about that on the podcast. I also think it's really important to have a support system um, in general with business, but specifically finances, especially if you're like me and you feel very confused about finances and you're not the best at it. So for myself, my fiance is my rock. He really, really helps me. My CPA is helpful. And then having a business mentor and coach, um, Libby is my business coach that has been tremendously helpful as well. So when we're talking about finances, I first want to frame this conversation and help you guys um, understand some of the things that I definitely did not know if you are just pursuing becoming a dietitian boss, working online, and really marketing yourself on Instagram like I have. So to begin, I had no idea what revenue was, and I had no idea what profit was when I first began. Honestly, I just ripped off the band-aid like Libby told me to, changed my handle, realized, you know, I wanted to focus on women and weight loss and empowerment and, and helping them lose weight and gain confidence as the sorority nutritionist. And I wasn't focusing on the money, even though obviously I wanted to make money and that's why I pursued this. I wanted to go full time. But from the get-go, I was really just focused on, you know, how can I market, how can I get clients and get people through the door so then I could get to the place where I had money to be able to allocate and work with. So what I wish I knew from the get-go is the difference between revenue and profit and also how to best use my money, which is what we're going to talk about today. So when we're focusing on revenue and profit, those words can be confusing. So I just want to give you guys cut and dry definitions of them that are going to be helpful, helpful for this conversation. So revenue is the total amount of income generated by the sale of goods or services like nutrition coaching related to the company's primary operations. So to put simply, Revenue is simply what your, what money is coming through the door in your company. How many nutrition coaching packages have you sold and how much were they is basically what that means. On contrast, profit is typically called net profit or the bottom line. And that is the amount of income that remains after all accounting for expenses and debts and any additional income streams and operating costs. And for myself, I really um, accumulate that with taxes as well. As a business owner, I have to pay taxes, of course, um, and all of that. So a common question that I get from individuals who are just beginning their journey in entrepreneurship is what should I focus on first, profit or revenue? I think first the answer is you should focus on marketing so you can get people through the door. And then specifically I focus on revenue. So profit is really important and we're going to get to it guys, but I specifically focus on revenue because I wanted to just sell more units of my service and get more clients. So to be very transparent with you guys, last April, I invested in coaching with Libby. I decided my niche and I just ripped off the bandaid and I went with it. Um, and I, I say ripped off the bandaid a lot guys. And that's because you should just go for it. That's, that's my opinion when it comes to online nutrition coaching and being a dietitian boss and marketing yourself. So that first month in April, I sold one nutrition coaching private session private sessions with me. It was a three month package that I had and the person paid monthly. So my first amount of money that first month, I was charging $500 a month for private coaching. I made $500 in revenue and that was my starting place. 
flash forward to 10 months and I was making $10,000 in profit monthly. Um, and I know last month Libby shared that I made $20,000 in profit. So just want to put that in perspective, guys, everything is possible. I started off just by selling one package my first month and focusing on that revenue. Now, why I share this with you guys is I believe getting through people through the door and focusing on the amount of money you're making and um, in terms of revenue is most important when you're first starting. And I say this because you just want to get more clients and you want to make more impact and it's really going to grow and, you know, have a domino effect from there. But you really can't be focusing on what you're bringing home until you're selling consistently and you have marketing in place and you're using your current clients to help you gain more clients and sharing testimonials in my opinion. So I think it's really important to first focus on your revenue and focusing that on the profit will come with time. Now, specifically for myself, I did not just jump straight into entrepreneurship and didn't have a job on the side. Like I was actually working um, strategically. I chose a long-term care job when I knew I wanted to pursue um, my own business. And I worked there three days a week um, for eight hours a day when I first began. And fortunately for myself with where I was at financially, I did not need to work another job. That job paid very well um, hourly rate just based upon my master's degree that I had and working in clinical um, in my internship. So that job was really a match made in heaven, but it was so crazy. And I've shared this with a lot of people before I was working at this long-term care job at a psychiatric facility, as I was growing this running nutritionist, which is a completely different population and focusing on very high end premium nutrition coaching, where during my days, I literally was basically in a psychiatric ward. Um, so I totally felt like I had a double life. Anyway, during that time, I was really fortunate where I didn't need to meet certain income goals in my business. That was all pressure I was putting on myself. Um, and obviously, of course, I was trying to hit income goals, but to bring money home and like be able to pay rent, um, I had some wiggle room because I did have this job on the side and I basically grew my business while working this clinical job. Um, and then 10 months later was able to, you know, allocate my revenue in a way that I was able to take profit home and really, um, you know, be able to live off of it and now, you know, continue to scale and grow my business. So with that in mind, a common question that I have received, and I know Libby has received as well, is how much money should you put back into your business? Now it is not the sexy answer, but it honestly depends on your goals and I think where you're at in your business. Now, different businesses need to invest in different ways. I mean, I don't have a podcast or anything um, as part of my business. So, you know, I don't have to pay for someone editing and slicing things and, you know, marketing in that capacity. I'm just focusing on Instagram, um, but also dependent on, you know, how you best get clients. I think that's going to determine how you best allocate your money. So I would say first off, focusing on sales and marketing and really getting people through the door is by far, once again, the most important thing you need to do. And then when you are making consistent money per month, you're consistently getting clients and leads, you want to hone in on what is bringing the best value to you. How are you getting those clients and how can you make it better and up level it is what I often say to Libby. Um, so specifically in my experience with nutrition coaching, um, in the weight loss sphere as um, an online dietitian and um, someone who actively, I use Instagram for all of my lead generation. For me, reinvesting back into how to make my Instagram stronger and better was really important. And I can give you guys an example. So when I first began my business last April, 
God love him. My fiance, Josh, he was actually taking photos of me in my living room and I had a professional camera at the time. And so he was helping me with the side to side stuff. And, you know, I was just DIYing it, like just studying other people, just trying to figure out, you know, what was going to be my niche and, you know, what are people going to know my photos and posts for? So that's how it all began. And then quickly after he was getting annoyed with it. And then I also knew I needed something a lot more sustainable because at the time he was about to start his residency. I ended up getting a tripod, which was like a small investment when you think about it. But I mean, I was using my business money to bring back into the, my business. Um, so I got a tripod for my camera, started taking photos that way. Then on top of that, I started really up leveling further as I made more revenue and money in my business. And I, you know, hired a photographer to take photos of me monthly, but because of COVID now that's not happening. So thank God I got my tripod and I got some photos um, that I can continue to use. And then, you know, thinking of other photography stuff, you know, then I've hired people to help me create content for my business and, you know, create success story photos for me and, you know, just trying to use my money in the best way possible so I can get back more time and focus on, you know, how I can continue to make more revenue and really grow and scale my business. Um, so once again, how much money you should put back into your business depends on your goals and depends on what's working. Um, but really you want to take what's working and that's, you know, really the best things that you should be spending your money on. Now, specifically relating to profit in your business and profit is, you know, actually what you're seeing and taking home. As I shared with you guys before, when I first began my coaching career on Instagram, if you want to put it that way, I was not taking anything for profit. And I unfortunately started growing this kind of bank of money where I was trying here and there to, you know, give some, and I would take some for myself, but I had no method with it. And it really was, wasn't until I sought help from a CPA and my fiance was like, like, why are you not using this money in the best way where I was like, you know what? Let's really consider this. So I first had a conversation with Libby um, and she was like, you know, can you go full time? And I kind of pushed it off for a little bit because I was scared. It was that imposter syndrome. It's scary quitting your full time job. But really it got to the point where I was, you know, consistently hitting 8K, 7K a month. And then it slowly became 10K per month in revenue. And, at, you know, Libby and my fiance both were like, you know, you really need to go seek help from a CPA and just see if it's possible and, you know, create a game plan about how to go full time because my schedule was picking up and, you know, things were just, you know, it was a domino effect. And really that conversation with the CPA was so beneficial for me. Um, and she is someone who I still actually have as part of my business and has helped me tremendously in that department. But really that conversation, why I'm sharing that with you guys is, it really having someone understand your finances and you have a game plan in place is going to allow you to use that money better and allow you to go full time. And it's so pivotal to have that goal to go full time, in my opinion. So you're able to make more money and use that money in the best way possible. So when I sought help from a CPA, I was able to learn the profit first method, which I know is something that Libby promotes as well. Um, and obviously Libby is my business coach. So um, I know it's something that she has experience with as well, um, even though I know she's not a CPA. 
long story short, the profit first method is really about, you know, figuring out your profit um, that you need to take home. So you can kind of reverse engineer pretty much, you know, what is the amount of revenue you need to make. So throughout that experience with the CPA, we were able to determine, you know, what amount of money I need to take home at my, as my bare minimum, especially for me because I'm moving to Boston, you know, finance, financial stuff is different up there and I'm getting married, you know, all these complex things. And by realizing, you know, how much money you want to take home, you know, you can understand, you know, what amount of revenue do I need? And, you know, what do I have to allocate to taxes and, you know, reinvesting, reinvesting back into my business and, you know, other things that are going on there. Now, once again, the question that I get, can you live off nutrition coaching? That has been a common question I get. That is so possible. And you just really have to determine what you want to take for profit. So an example for you guys, if you want to be better at managing your money than I was when I was, um, before I made 10 K and started really managing it better. Um, you know, if you make 5 K a month and you take about 40% of your income for yourself, if you're at that place, that would be about $2,000 extra per month. And so that could be like, if you have a side hustle and you're just beginning, or, you know, if you're like me making um, 10K back, you know, wh however many months ago it was, and you took about 40% of your income, that'd be about $4,000 a month, which $4,000 a month, um, correct me if I'm wrong with my math, but that's about 48,000 a year, which I'm pretty sure is close to the mean and like the average amount of money a dietitian makes. So it is completely possible to not only make that much money, but more with nutrition coaching. And if you're selling, you know, premium services, you're selling $500 nutrition coaching packages, or even more than that, um, it's totally possible to hit and achieve those, those profit goals for you to live off of this career full time and have a true business. I mean, Instagram marketing, you can have a, a, it's a, it's a real business that I'm operating and that all of Libby's clients are operating. Um, it's just the power of social media. That's how we get our clients. And really the last question I wanted to talk with you guys about is when is the right time to go full time? And that is a loaded question, but I really think it's so vital. Obviously profit is important to me and I want to, you know, have more impact and live a comfortable life. And that is really important to me and figuring out your why, um, with your business is so vital. But I think it's very important to have revenue goals for your business so you can understand if you're meeting your sales metrics and it can really, really help you make that transition to full time without, if I know if I didn't set that goal to hit $10,000 a month on month on day, day one, month one with Libby, when I signed up with her, I wouldn't have achieved it as fast as I did because I had that fire under my butt to literally say, you know, I wanted to hit this. I wanted to do it within less than a year and, you know, working towards numbers and tracking my, my finances weekly and monthly and really getting clear on it. It makes me really, really great about my money management and um, noticing trends, noticing what's working and, and, you know, repeating those processes over again. Um, the time for you to go full, the knowing the right time for you to go full time is no easy answer. It's going to depend on what you need to take home, what you're comfortable with, you know, what your, what your system is in place so you can continue to make money. And the only thing I'll say is it, it is scary, but I think if you have an idea of how much profit you want to make, you can reverse engineer it, figure out what revenue goals you have to hit for that. So you can continue to 
reinvest back in your business and make the most out of um, all the money that you have. And if anything, there's, there's only going up in my opinion, when you are an online dietitian boss and you're using Instagram marketing, um, when you have repeatable systems in place, when you learn Libby's method, there's no reason why you can't exceed your revenue goals and exceed your profit goals and make six figures, multi six figures. You can make a damn million dollars as an online dietitian. So I hope you guys found this episode helpful, especially if you are just starting off. And the one thing I'll say is definitely focus on revenue and just getting those clients, guys. And from there, it's going to have a snowball effect and you're going to continue to grow and grow more and get to the place where you know you are taking home a significant amount of um, revenue, but also specifically taking home a, specific, a significant amount of profit and really be able to live off of your income and be a full-time dietitian boss. If you identify as a female dietitian or student, apply to my coaching program. I'm accepting applications now. My clients go from zero to exceeding their sales goals. I save you time, energy, and I show you how to confidently become a dietitian boss. Thousands of your colleagues from around the world are doing it, and so can you. Apply on my website at LibbyRothschild.com and check the show notes if you want that link right away.